Hello and welcome to the CYC podcast, produced by Catholic Youth Camp and the St. Thomas More Center in the Diocese of Des Moines. My name is Ben Friedman. I'm the director of social media in the off-season for CYC. I'm a longtime volunteer at camp, and I also serve on the board of directors for the St. Thomas More Center. The goal of this podcast is to give you an inside look at Catholic Youth Camp. We do this by talking directly with volunteers, staff members, and others with even very small connections to camp in order to learn how CYC has impacted them, any big news about camp happenings, and talk about Catholicism in the world today. In this episode number four of the podcast, I sit down and talk with Ryan and Anthony Batani. I've known the Batani twins almost as long as I've known Catholic Youth Camp. They were my counselors my second year at CYC, all the way back when I was in seventh grade, and they've been staples at camp ever since. They share with me some of their favorite camp moments, and they have some great ones, considering that combined, they've spent almost two years at camp. They also share how CYC played a small role in each of them meeting their spouse. All that and more coming up right now. Today's guests on the CYC podcast are the brothers of CYC themselves. Please welcome to the podcast, Ryan and Anthony Batani. Woo! Get it. I think that's the first time I've been introduced before Anthony. Yeah, no, that was weird. Ryan and Anthony Batani. Ben, I like it. Keep it, keep it going, Ben. No, we're gonna Ryan, we're gonna flip the narrative. Ryan, Ryan and before Anthony Batani. I feel like that that flows so much better. Also, um, Ryan, Anthony, you're on my Anthony, left. Ryan. Anthony and Ryan. and Ryan. It always goes Anthony and Ryan. A R. Anthony and no. Arb. Arb. We're Arb. No. What's a rab? We're an we're an Arb. <laughs> Anyways, so Ryan and Anthony okay. Batani, uh, we got them here, <laughs> out of, the, out of their uh, hectic, busy lives. Um, so busy that Anthony is uh, not on screen. He's somewhere far away <laughs> recording. His yeah. <laughs> no one. No one knows where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> You're just you're just at Ryan's house. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, actually, I'm just hiding from my dog. I'm just I gave him a, I gave him a yeah. little hide before, so he wouldn't so he wouldn't interrupt. At all. Yeah. He likes to bark. <laughs> Anthony, Ryan, and Rudy. All Anthony, the Ryan. So thank you so much for uh, taking the time to be on the podcast. Uh, first question I wanted to ask you guys that I had. Uh, sent you was um, so what is your experience with CYC uh, like when did you first come to camp or how long had you counseled or how long were you on staff I know you guys had two different experiences so yeah I don't know Ryan go first so I actually didn't go to camp as long as Anthony did he's going to tell you all the numerous weeks he camped I only camped two weeks I camped uh, like a middle school week when I was going into eighth grade and then or freshman year, one of the two. And then I did a, one senior week uh, the first year you could do it. And then I was kind of done with camping. Um, after that, I counseled every year I could counsel, so four years before I then applied for staff, um, did one year of staff, uh, thought I was going to take a break, but then uh, Chris Wadley convinced me to dit right after my year on staff. And then, yeah, I've been directing ever since. Very nice. How long have you been direct, directoring for? Is that what you said? Directoring. So I oh, guess direct, <laughs> directoring. Uh, I've been directing, so I've done three years. So 2021, God willing, will be year four. Right on. 
Very, very cool. All right. Mm -hmm. And Anthony, how about you? Um, so I first came to camp around fifth grade. So we had a, we had a couple of really good friends. Um, well, Ben, Ben Tillinghast, one of your, one year old counselors, Ben, um, he, him and another friend, they camped, um, since third grade and I joined along fifth grade, um, went from fifth grade all the way until the first year of senior week. So about five years or so. Um, then I counseled me and Ryan counseled the same weeks for four straight years. We counseled two weeks of summer. So eight total times we counseled. Um, and then I have, uh, and then I was on staff for four different summers. Um, first time in the kitchen, next two time, uh, next three times, all with high adventure. Um, then I took a year off and I came back and directed. Uh, actually, my second summer I did direct two weeks. Um, so that was that was those two weeks were were crazy. I was on staff and directed two weeks. Ryan, um, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan wants to cha throw a challenge flag on here. He, he, he does. I was, I was, I was going to get there, but yeah, let, let him take it away. Uh, Anthony, don't listen to Anthony. Those weeks don't really count. He was my dit last uh, 2019. He was, it was Ryan Anthony. Anthony was a dit. He never <laughs> Ryan really, likes to think never was, really directed. Ryan he never really did it. So, so he was my dit. <laughs> Uh, whatever, whatever floats his boat. But yeah, he, he likes to claim I was his dead, but mm. we were co-directors in 2019 and we we're looking forward. We were looking forward to doing 2020, but obviously with everything going on, we understand mm. why, but we were very, very happy that uh, we're very, very happy and excited and ready to come back uh, with a vengeance for 2021. Yeah, for sure. Ready for your very first week of directing, Anthony. Yeah, my very first week of directing. Yeah, <laughs> your definitely. You're so right, Ben. Your Actually, very first week at CYC. <laughs> Since we took a year off, you might need another year of dit. You know, it's been so long. Oh, yeah. yeah. I really failed. I really failed as a dit. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, you did good. You did good, kid. Um, so this is a... There's is not like... This is a competition based out of out of love, you know. We all we all love camp, but so I feel like at some point maybe I had heard Anthony, and I don't know. Maybe you know Ryan too. How many weeks total have you like been oh, at man. CYC? I feel like so, I heard one of you calculated at some point. Maybe I'm thinking of Megan no. Hogg, who also is in the running, or. Um, yeah, there's a few other names too, but sorry, go ahead, Anthony. With with uh, so Megan's up there too now with her past couple summers being able to help out the last couple weeks, um, and then last yeah her but um, probably around week six, seven, or eight of my fourth year on staff, um, I had made it to fifty two weeks, which is so a full year. So I spent I've spent a full year. Um, of my life at camp and I've lost track of that number, but it's so it's probably close now to Probably yeah close now to 60 different 50, 60 different weeks that uh, I've done out at uh, camp. So nice it's okay. been good times. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Maybe that was I was there maybe for your year-long That's what I'm yeah, trying to think. I think of. you yeah, guys yeah, did you guys like give him a cupcake or something and like uh, they made they made waffle they made pancakes or waffles. Okay, there was I remember seeing a, a video with you had like a birthday hat on and you looked very oh, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, that's what it was. And I actually <laughs> I, I did forget one of my roles. I was also a maintenance guy my uh, in twenty nineteen okay. year with 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 um, with Marty. I was helped out with maintenance out with Marty. And mm. um, Marty Marty's Marty's a man. Marty's 
Marty's a guy. <laughs> I would I'd recommend everyone to get to know Marty. He kind of he kind of 2019 yep. he kind of just sat in the in the wings, but everyone should go up and introduce themselves to Marty because he's a good guy. Tell him you like rugby. He's, he's he's an interesting man to talk to. That's mm. for sure. Can't 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 leave him out of the podcast. He will talk. He talked to a wall. It seems like. <laughs> <laughs> which, kind of like a, love, kind of like our lovely host here. He he talked to a wall too, and probably have a great. Conversation. Is, which is That's a skill. Right, yeah. Which is a skill. I which is a I skill I wish I had more yeah. sometimes. <laughs> so Ryan, do you know? All do right. you know your number of how many weeks you've been? I have no clue. I mean, <laughs> it's definitely not a year. I mean, I've made a lot of. I mean, if you. I mean, just a lot of single day trips too, with like doing stuff with praise and worship, like just driving up for one night. So I mean, mm-hmm. I guess if you counted it in trips up, but no, I'm nowhere yeah, near yeah. a year. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, I've, I spent a good chunk of my my high school and college time at camp, but yeah, not mm-hmm. not as much as my 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 bro. Yeah, yeah, it's wild to think that I, I'm trying to think of what how many times how many weeks I've spent at camp maybe 20 like a third of a year more than a third but whatever the yeah and i feel like i'm like wow 52 weeks more than 52 60 ish yeah. right as they said yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's um that's, yeah that's, it's a wild that's it's a wild number it's a wild yeah i mean like <laughs> I, I said this when i said it when it happened i was like well i can't think of a much better place to spend a year of my life so yeah cyc's meant so much to me mm-hmm. um yeah, so it's much. It's I'm very, very lucky. I'm very, very fortunate to mm-hmm. be able to say that, and I, I do miss it. When it comes to summers, I, I do miss being up there, and I relish the week that I get to spend up there. Mm-hmm. I didn't include this question when I when I sent you guys my list. What I wanted to ask you, but what are some of the biggest changes you've noticed? I mean, with each of you having spent a significant portion of time at CYC from when you were first there until now. Um, what are some of the biggest changes you've seen or not seen in a good way? I mean, if it kind of has, I guess you could take that in like a, if it's retained this same sort of welcoming identity ever since you've been Maybe. going to camp, if that's something that's been pervasive or if, if things have, are like better developments than just how welcoming we all know camp is. Uh, well, yeah, that's, it's changed in a lot of different ways. I, my, my first year, there we still had mass in Sharon Hall and we were taking down the tables. I mean Dingman Lodge. Dingman Lodge. Dingman Lodge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were taking taking down the tables and putting up the chairs, uh, getting ready for mass in there. And um so that I mean there used to be a karaoke night um way back when and that'd be a Incredible. wild thing to bring back. Uh but yeah, it's it's just like those little things have gone, but they've been replaced by equally and just as good things i was also we were also there when they had 18 holes of mini golf um back there before they had a zip line and all that and all that um, all that stuff um but it's changed in a lot of great great ways with the addition of sharon hall um and the addition of zip line the addition of the high adventure um high ropes course all these different things um the now and now the new cabins which i haven't had a chance to go up and see but i'm excited to eventually make it up there and see it's changed in so many so many ways and a lot of ways for the better and um has made cyc a much better place mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say yeah just the additions of things for like the kids to do too like i mean when we were campers yeah they they had just like gotten the zip line but now like 
a kid doesn't have any excuse like during an afternoon of of camp to like oh there's nothing to do to like you know there's so many opportunities with crate stacking now you know and the older kids high adventure and uh just endless opportunities for them to like get to hang out and have a good time and then i think the thing that hasn't changed is just like the passion and like enthusiasm from like counselors and directors and staff like it's amazing to see how like all these volunteers that come out uh, continually every year to like make this place happen because we're so different from other camps with our volunteering. So like, that's just really cool too, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I can attest to that as well. I mean, I, I went when I was 10 or 11, I think. Um, and then, yeah, second year was when you two were my counselors. That was a, that was a great no. year. A lot of memories. That was oh, wonderful. Man. Might get to some later. Oh uh, gosh. Uh, good, goodness. Great times. Goodness, goodness. <laughs> you were probably taller than me back then too. Yeah, yeah. It didn't take much. I was going to add that. Uh, yeah, the 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 change from an 18 hole mini golf course to a 13 hole mini golf course is, is a yeah. legendary, uh, move. Right now. <laughs> you will not find another 13 hole mini golf course. No, you're in the world. CYC. That's, that's really something they should put on the brochure. Yeah. Home uh, of the right. one and only 13 hole <laughs> mini golf course. Which is really like my experience with regular golf in general is when like you're like, all right, should we play? You get done with nine, you're like, well, should we play 18? And then around like hole 13, you're like, I don't know if we should have done this. And then, <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the, that's the time you're done. Yeah, so it's, it's the like, perfect, it's the perfect, yeah. it's the perfect, amount. it's the perfect one in, one in almost a half rounds. Of yeah, exactly. Right, right. <laughs> the main draw at CYC is the 13 hole. <laughs> um, so out of the many different experiences and roles that you two have been in what are which one is your favorite and why so good right you know counseling obviously there's just like so many memories you make as a counselor between like meeting just new people they're like that aren't like you know we had a lot of dowling kids that counsel but like there's also just like so many people that you meet that don't go to your school and you build relationships that way um and you know directing is its reward in its own way like you get more time like when you're on staff to be with the kids and kind of like talk with them a little bit, but it's a lot more behind the scenes too. Uh, and then I also really have always enjoyed coming up and doing music, praise and worship. That's been like such a blessing uh, and something I really, really enjoy getting opportunities to do, uh, doing that with um, a group of awesome people. So. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, they all have their own rewards. So, but if I had to pick, I do like directing a lot. I think it just fits well with what I already do now mm -hmm. as a teacher. So, yes, yeah, absolutely. What about you, Anthony? Um, so, yeah, being around for so long for a year of my life, I've obviously had a lot of different roles. Like Ryan said, counseling was great. You had all sorts of different experiences. You got to meet all sorts of different people. Um, and that camp was one of the first places, especially as a counselor, I felt like was the first place I could really be myself, my really weird, goofy self, because that's just what the kids loved. And I, I enjoyed doing that. The kids liked being around it. And it was just a lot of fun. So uh, definitely that holds a place in my heart um, and staff all through my four summers. Uh, I'd say one of my most rewarding and 
favorite parts was my last summer. Um, going into it, I got to help like pick out what obstacles were going to be on the high adventure course. Mm -hmm. uh, I met with um, Joe Connolly and Alex, and we really picked through and walked through um, which ones would work best and which ones would um, be the best. And um, that was a really rewarding thing for me because I got to I got to leave a, a mark on CYC that's going to be standing there, that's going to be there for a long time. Um, and I, I can come back and say that um, I got to help uh, pick which place, which of the obstacles went where. And then I was a part of the first summer that got to got to run it and um, be a part of that. So that uh, that's definitely a very, very rewarding part that um, something that I helped with is going to be there um, for an extended period of time. And like Ryan said, directing is a very awesome experience and being a teacher as well. It's um, yeah, right up my alley. It's right. It's what I do on a daily basis. So uh, I do definitely agree with that. Are you speaking from like when, when you get to direct, you'll, you'll think it's like a great, like when you finally get to direct for the first oh, yeah, time. Oh yeah. When I finally, sorry. Yeah. When yeah. I finally get to <laughs> Thank direct. You, yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Ditting. Ditting was a great experience. Right, right, I right. loved, I loved every minute <laughs> of it. I can't wait. I can't wait to finally, to finally direct with, uh, with, with my brother. First time, first time yeah, in 2021. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that experience for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate no, it, Ben. <laughs> I never would have put together the like the thought process that went behind designing the high ropes course. I don't think I ever would have thought about. Obviously, there's intention in those decisions, and I never would have thought about that. And that's such a unique experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. I never, it's yeah, like it who, was, who okay. designed the 13 hole mini golf course. Like I want to be them <laughs> now as well. <laughs> so Ryan, you have an experience or more experience. I don't know. Anthony's musical talent. Um, Ryan's a lot higher than me. Ryan's a much better singer than I am. This is all Ryan. <laughs> so <laughs> tell me about the experience of being on the praise and worship team at CYC, which is an experience that's uh, not a lot of people have. And I think it's, really great and provides uh, a, a huge part of camp which is some fantastic music and, and praise and worship uh, experiences yeah yeah so for a long time uh eric webster kind of like ruled the reign of the musical realm when it came to camp so when the year he was kind of left uh that left a whole big hole with praise and worship so the summer i was on staff it became like me, Max Carson, and Ben kind of took over those nights of praise and worship uh, for the camp, which was awesome and something I never really got to do before because uh, I was just so used to like the old style of cantering mass, which is not, you know, it's nice, but it's like not the same. So it was just really fun. And then, you know, after the year I was on staff, uh, they were kind of looking for someone to fill that void. And so Emily Schmid was uh, the person they contacted who I began talking to it. So she's like, Hey, do you want to come up and do this with me? And I was like, yeah, of course. So like we, we would go up every praise and worship. It'd be us. And then, uh, Brody McCarthy and Steven Lauren, there you're on staff. So we were kind of made our own little band and Max Carson joined the mix too. Uh, and Lily, <clears throat> Lily Marks too. And yeah, we just like slowly and slowly started adding people like, you know, the next year Sean came and then uh, you know, a couple years after that, Pete started coming up too. Um, so it's just been really uh, cool to watch it kind of grow too. For me personally, just like the songs that I've discovered through it, like 
uh, has really been eye-opening. And music is like the thing I connect to the most with the mass. Like it's always just been something that I really resonates, which is why see, you know, camp was always awesome because the music was amazing at mass. And like, it's something I always looked forward to most is going to mass. Um, so that's just like the learning through that and just being able to give that gift of music to the kids has been awesome. And it's just like, you know, I've always been nervous when I sing, like, it's just something, you know, you never shake, you, you know, you don't want to mess up, you don't want to do bad. But whenever I'm singing, like, at camp for praise and worship, I'm never, I'm never nervous, because I know if, like, I make a mistake, like, you know, it's, it's not going to matter, it's gonna, it's just gonna lead to, you know, more praise and the kids aren't going to care because they're already like excited you're there. So mm -hmm. it's just been a, an amazing time. And I love coming up, you know, those long drives get the late night drives back are kind of rough, but uh, uh, it's fun car rides and fun making music with uh, some really cool uh, friends for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to say it speaks a lot to the, the, how worth it it is when it's an hour both ways and you come up almost yeah. oh, i don't remember exactly what weeks that you don't come up it used, but it's a, it's most it, of the weeks it used to be like every week and then you know some of the elementary kids uh it gets a little loud it gets a little like late for them so we eventually we made the switch to just like middle school and high school which i think was the best switch too because they you know those it was the like, elementary kids liked it, but you know, some of them, a lot of them didn't too. So mm -hmm. because of just yeah. the noise and everything, uh, and it made it easier on us, less trips, but, uh, right. So Anthony, what's mm -hmm. it like being on summer staff multiple summers in a row? Because that is an experience that very few people have as well. Yeah. So, um, as far as I know, me and Colin Creighton are probably the only two, um, and the current setup are the only two to ever be on summer staff for four summers straight back and back, 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 maybe. Um, so it was definitely a surreal experience because, um, like I said, when I, when I talked about spending a whole year at camp, it was just like getting to spend so many summers at your one of your favorite places in the entire world a place where you're free to be as goofy as you want and as weird as you want in a place where um you can feel and you do feel really, really close to god with a bunch of other of people your age who are have those same passions and have those same beliefs as you and it's so interesting how all four of my summers have, were just like completely, completely different experiences um, because it's just the group of people. At my first summer, I was, um, we were the younger people, we were the younger people on the totem pole um, being led by the older people. My second summer, um, I was one of the few returners and um, I kind of had to step up to a leadership role even though I was in um, a role that I'd never been in before. And uh, my third summer, I was, once again, I was the leader and that was the uh I, that was my third summer and i'd been there for two summers before and i had to lead everyone my last summer i was um, senior summer staff um and definitely took a leadership role there and i was um, talking with alex and talking with joe and um really in on the decision making with a lot of things that um were really important on the day-to-day -day basis so each each summer was completely different but each summer was so so great and um 
definitely mentally and physically exhausting, but that's <laughs> any week or any summer that you spend out at a Catholic youth camp, that's for sure. Um, yeah, that's, I was going to add that about, I feel like I had aged at least a couple of years <laughs> after my one summer. It makes me think of the, um, there's a picture of like Obama when he first was in office. Oh, and yeah. Obama, oh yeah. Eight years later and he looks like yeah. he's aged like 15 years and just like how, how much do you think that you've aged since your, your four summers, Anthony? Oh, probably at least 16 <laughs> years. As, I mean, as, as Ryan can attest, I have so many gray hairs. You can, you can see the gray then. I mean, yeah, you can say, see them on camera. You can, you you can, can show us. There's no, obviously there's no video, but man, I have a lot of gray. And now it's actually starting to make sense. Those four summers are what there caused me to gray so bad. It, yeah, makes, yeah. it makes it makes so much more sense. Yeah, Obama's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obama's got nothing on me. That's right. Four summers, oh. four, four, four summers at Catholic youth camp or age you a lot more than eight years is the most important job in the country. But <laughs> hey, this Anthony, is the watch. most important job in the country. Don't you undermine this? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Exclusive. Man yes. in Des Moines, <laughs> Iowa speculates. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Given um, all of your camp experiences combined, what have been some of your favorite camp moments? That is, I mean, that's like, I that's going to be maybe such a difficult question when you have such a breadth of experience. But what are some of the first few exciting, uh, most exciting memories that come to your head? There, I, mean, I was thinking about this earlier. There's just like so many that I came through my mind. Uh, I guess one of the more funnier ones, there was a certain camper who is very lovable, a uh, little guy, uh, very funny. Everybody knew his name. Uh, I was on zipline with Maggie Coleman, my uh, summer on staff, and we were trying to get him to go down the zipline. And he just like, like we were just talking, trying to do all of our best to get him to go down. Um, and eventually, you know, Maggie's sitting there talking with him and eventually she says just the right phrase to get him to go down. And right as he's like tipping over the side, he just lets out the biggest fart right in her face <laughs> as he heads on down the zip line. And she's just like mortified. And I'm just sitting there like, like oh my goodness, laughing out loud. And like, thank goodness that wasn't me. <laughs> but and it was just like, out of all the kids at camp, it had to be this this one guy, this one kid camper that everyone knew and loved, uh, but and so that's one of the more funnier moments, I guess. But <laughs> that popped into my mind when I was thinking about it today. Uh, I appreciate that. Okay, well, story is like the first yeah. thought that comes to like uh, and just like very own camp uh, veteran here. Just I thought I might start with a, a funny one. Anthony, well, you take. I'll I'll think of another one. You take. We'll trade off. You go ahead. And I, do have, I have, I have, I have, I listed some just quite a, a couple, oh, just a couple, a couple down, just so uh, I could think of some. So, well, when we were on, uh, when we were counseling, there's many, many stories. Like uh, when Ryan, Ryan dressed up as Justin Bieber um, one time and lip synced uh, some Justin Bieber song, and then for the carnival, they raffled off. Who, who would you rather have uh, come? Sing you a lullaby, Justin Bieber, or someone else did a uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, and all there was a girls' cabin that won, and they wanted uh, Justin Bieber to come in um, and serenade them. So Ryan went in and serenaded them all. Uh, I think it was "I'm Yours" by Jason Mraz. Wow, Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah, Justin I, Bieber. I, I did. I, I do remember going into. I like 
there was, you know, staffers present. And it was all like, you know, all good. I there, I was like, do I have to sing a Justin Bieber song? And they're like, no, it's fine. And I was like, okay, then, because I'm not doing that. <laughs> I remember that vividly. Justin Bieber's most memorable song, I'm Yours by Jason I'm Yours by Jason They both start with a J, you know? It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Um, some other some other more memorable things. Uh, we were around for the first Feather Games, me and Ryan. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I did – oh, okay. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You can take oh, it. Oh, yes. I totally forgot that. No, I was thinking about that today. No, because you, you, I was listening to the podcast and you, were, you had a story about the Feather Games. like oh, thinking about it. I was like, we were at – like we – our staff was like the ones who ran the very first ever CYC Feather Games. Like – and I remember – the one thing I did remember – so we were up the night before, before the big relay, and we're just, like, sitting in the director's office now, and we're just like, how is this going to happen? Like, this this just looks like a mosh posh of events that we just threw on a whiteboard. How is this all going to, like, come together into this big thing? And then it happened, and it was just, like, the perfect ending. Like, it was close finish, and, like, and then right as we finished, the rain just started to pour down on us, and, like, so we all raced back. It was just this like beautiful moment of like the rain came down right as soon as the end of the, our this first feather games that we all came over and we, we we came and slid down the hill right by the boys' quad and it, it was just like just a beautiful moment of like I don't know serendipity I guess I don't know yeah <laughs> yeah that was I was I was going to talk about that exact moment and we we were yeah. we were talking about his uh, Ben I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Heavyweights. Uh, but oh, we, yeah. we, we wanted, we wanted the race to be like the final relay, like, uh, from, from the movie heavyweights and we wanted just to be continuous, but we were worried, oh, one team's going to get out way ahead and it's just going <laughs> to screw everything up. So we're going to pause after each one and give them a little bit of a head start, but it worked out just perfectly that they were just neck and neck the whole way, whole way up and down the whole length of Catholic youth camp pretty much because we go from one inch to the other and it just it ended with them just 15 20 feet away from each other just one team outlasting the other one and mm -hmm. yeah it was just a really really cool experience that everything all the planning um everything that we that went into it um from the beginning all the way to the end that it worked out like that and worked so well yeah yes and as, for context for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what the feather games is it's a it's a camp wide relay race where we start all the way from like the canoe docks uh and it involves almost every single camp activity um all the way up to the big field and then yeah zip line to end well zip line almost to the end and then you carry one camper on a mattress to is that what you guys did for the first very first feather games yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right because, because that's that's why we called it the feather games. Yeah. Because Saint Thomas More said you can't uh, make it to heaven on a bed of feathers. Oh. So that's that's where yeah. that's where you get the feather yeah. games. Yeah, that that's that's back all the way. That's, from, that's uh, Chris Chris Wadley. Chris, Chris, Chris Wadley. Yeah. yeah. I remember that's why. Yeah, I remember him talking about. Yeah, so, so that's that's where I'm not sure there's any feather games. I'm not sure there's any feathers in that uh, those camp matches, but but there might be now. But the old the old ones yeah, the probably not. might have some feathers in it, but those yeah, old yeah. ones definitely didn't. That's incredible. Yeah, I've uh, I don't know if Ryan has any other stories, but I have some other uh, some other tidbits that I'd like to that I'd like to share. You, 
you go ahead, and uh, if I think of something, <laughs> please, please, in, please interrupt. So some some, some, right. some some funny stories from staff. Um, one, my th- uh, my third summer on staff, uh, we would play me. Let's see, Jesse Coleman, um, Nick, uh, Nick, uh, Nick, 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 Stark, um, not Stover, Nick. Um, Stark. Nick Stark. Stark. Thank you. Yes, Nick, just... Nick Stark. You said it, but you cut out. Uh, Nick Stark. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, he's a he's a deacon now. Um, Jake Epstein. Um, Lucas Stephensmeyer, we would play basketball late, late, late into the night on Thursday nights, and um, things would get pretty aggressive. It turned into tackle basketball um, every now and again. Um, and my other favorite story from that summer is uh, comes to comes from Jesse. Um, so Jesse is uh, Jesse's a great guy, um, but he just has like some some like fear this, of this. like. Disclaimer right at the beginning. This, this build up, Jesse, great guy, great guy. I feel like he has like some like fear of like small animals. He does not like frogs, um, and he definitely does not like bats. Uh, so this one time it was me, Elena, um, Colin Creighton, and Jesse, and we were trying to get this bat. Um, and me and Elena are sitting in the costume closet, and Jesse and Colin are going out and have little like bucket to try to trap the bats underneath. Jesse goes and places the thing over the bat, um, but there's a little uh, way for the bat to get out, and the bat starts moving. And Jesse's like, "It's moving! It's moving! It's moving! It's moving!" And then he just like drops the bucket and sprints back. Now he tries to sprint back to the costume closet, falls, and he crawls as fast as he can back into the costume closet to try to get away from the bat that's gonna that's gonna try to get him. Uh, and we're me and Elena and Colin are just kind of cracking up, but the bat. Ends up on the ground and Colin just kind of places the bucket right over the bat and just <laughs> and so we like to make I like to make fun of Jesse um, for that experience for, from that story uh, and it's just a good one that um, we like to tell every time we all our third summer all gets back together and yes. we like to reminisce on that story yes I laugh but I am very glad to hear that uh, Jesse has had this experience because uh, I've I've had almost a, an extremely similar story to Jesse <laughs> where at one point there was a bat flying around and I tried to leave the main lodge area and go into the staff lounge and Allie Strip Matter had closed the door <laughs> essentially trapped trapped both me and her in the main room and I I was I was and still am terrified that's I don't know what it is they're not they're not really menacing uh, and I think I shouted something to the extent of like I'm going to lose it if you don't open this door <laughs> but essentially screamed it at Allie and uh, it's held against me yeah. pretty pretty well yeah. to this day so <laughs> That's why we got these renovations going on. Yeah, that's that's yeah these exactly. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully yes. keep the bats out. Yes. <laughs> uh, I didn't remember. So I was, I can't find I just thought of it. So my summer, I did it. I did it with the one and the only Drew Krusik. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm probably butchering it. Uh, anyways, Drew's like a legend when he comes around to camp. But uh, uh, so I, I have a lot of memories from that didding week. So he kept making jokes about our height difference because Drew's about like, I don't know, six six or something, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, five seven, five eight on a good day. So, like, we did some skits together. One of them in which I was a 
a puppet, whatever the one you like. Ventriloquist. I, yeah, we did a ventriloquist act where I was his puppet, and uh, we drew some little lines on my face. So I was just we were making jokes with that, and then the next one I was his dog who kept peeing on everything. I can't remember. I, he had some fancy. <laughs> he had some fancy name for me. I can't remember. I forgot about that one. He yeah, has so many. Anyways, but it was funny because when I the ventriloquist thing was funny because I was when I was on his knee, my feet like didn't touch the ground because <laughs> he's just because he's just like so tall and some people gave you some flack for that which is you know what it is uh, and then the last one for that is we went to the the office like one one day and like for his quarter zip he was going to get a quarter zip uh a cyc one and i was like looking at the size you know it's like double 3XL or whatever. And then there was another one for another director that was like a, a medium or so or a small, like about my size. And so we decided to take a picture where he was wearing the smaller, the medium, and I was wearing the triple XL. It's somewhere on Facebook or something. And he's just like, I'm standing there with like my sleeves down to my ankles and he's like standing like this and it's like real tight quarter zip. Yeah. <laughs> it's just very funny. No, there's a lot of, yeah, <laughs> just a lot of funny funny moments in that week in general mm. but those are some i remember we yeah. had a lot of fun with that height difference yeah yeah any any uh, memories that uh stand out from when you two uh counseled the week i was there well when i was in i think seventh grade oh uh, i see what you're are you leading that that might have been something like <laughs> wait go ahead sorry uh, as you say, are we leading up into the the the, the, the fabled match, the, the three on three <laughs> the basketball yes, exactly. tournament, three on three uh, basketball, and the the B, the Balsar University players versus Ben Friedman, Grant Williams, and Matt Baldus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys, I remember, I remember that vividly. I remember. I remember you guys. You guys were so fun. No, I remember you guys made T-shirts. You like took white t-shirts and you wrote your, cause we had our shirts from like a flag football team we were on and you guys wrote your names and your numbers on your, on your white t-shirts for the, for the, cause you wanted to play us in the talent show. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then we came out and like, we found some, some stuff in the costume closet. Like, I don't know what it was like fire, <laughs> firefighter outfits almost. And like had an intro okay. where we walked out in them and like took them off in our shirts. Oh man. Oh gosh, that was no. That was a good time. That was a good time. That was a yes. fun. That, no. was, that was a fun week. No, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate just. I, I, mean, I so appreciate looking that... back and thinking about how we played a basketball game in the talent show, which is not <laughs> a talent, but it was, <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> I, I'd be interested to see like. I, that's the only in my in my like year year long at, that I've spent at camp. That's the only basketball game I've ever yes. I've ever had in a talent <laughs> show. That's literally I think I've had someone like shoot hoops uh, before. I think but, that was yeah, Abby and Elise. I think they just like let us do. I remember. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what. I feel like if I got asked now if they could play basketball, like counselors versus campers, I'd be like, uh no, probably not. Like. Why don't you just save that for, like, indoor time? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. No, go ahead. Play them. Play, yeah, play, yeah. play these 13-year-old kids, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. 
That was good. That was good. Uh, well, one of my uh, this well, this wasn't when we were this is when we were on staff together. Uh, you were camping senior week. Um, one of my favorite pictures, actually, that's on Facebook. Um, we went out and we disc golfed and we played doubles disc disc golf. Uh, yeah. and you and me were on the same team, and there's a picture snapped on Facebook of me throwing a disc to you or and you going up to catch it. It's a it's just like a freeze frame of us two, and it's like <laughs> it's a great picture. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, it was probably Megan, probably Megan Hug who took it, but yeah, it worked out worked out really really well, and it looks nice. And hey, it's one of my favorite memories from camp one of my yeah. favorite pictures from camp yeah that's really cool yeah i agree i do remember that that was great <laughs> um so any i don't know if you had anything to add to uh this kind of adds on to that but this uh, uh any any running jokes from camp that you remember or um stick to i feel like maybe this is i've, I've heard this from other people of convincing convincing other like counselors convincing campers that they're like related or triplets or twins or whatever and then they're not even remotely resembling one another or um maybe i'm mixing that up with what you two have done with uh your actual twinage or yeah any running jokes from camp that you remember i mean i don't know if we ever did anything we might have joked some weeks that we had a triplet but uh honestly people believe that like we were joking that we were twins like I feel like that happened more often than not. No, you're not. Anthony, what's the question to prove that we're not twins? Would every camper believe if we answered correctly, we would be twins? Was it birthday? Yeah, they every every oh. when's your birthday? When's yeah. your birthday? Okay, now when's your birthday? Oh yeah, you're legit. Oh yeah, you're legit. <laughs> you're legit. No, I don't. But yeah, I don't remember any running jokes as counselors. But Anthony might. I. Uh, necessarily a running joke, but kind of a running gag that we would do before before it reached uh, global fame again oh um, yeah our, our okay. big our big number that we would always do for every campfire was baby shark that was that was Ooh. that's me and ryan's that's me and ryan's song we would do that uh, around the campfire every back was in a when it was a grassroots movement yeah since our yeah <laughs> so ever, it just we did it week our first week counseling together and then like we just were like we should keep doing it i guess no that yeah, before it became the global phenomenon that it yeah. is now, played at like professional baseball games. We were like, we did this, we started. This. <laughs> so, did CYC play any role in the <laughs> development of your personal life, like being married, both of you? Um, <laughs> yeah, I I didn't want to uh, spoil where I was going uh, with that with the question, but yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I met my wife well, as friends at camp. Uh, the first time I ever talked to her on the phone, I, her name's Brett. So I assumed that she was, you know, a boy because her name's Brett. And so I called her and I was asking her if she was going to be at camp on Saturday. And she answered and I was like, oh, is Brett there? And she said, she's <laughs> speaking. And I'm like, oh, no. Or if I'm like, oh, you coming to camp? And she's like, yeah, I'll be there. It's like, okay, see you, see you tomorrow. And so... <laughs> Really yeah, we, we were just, so we yeah. were just acquaintances. Yeah, so we were just acquaintances for a long time. That was we met in 2014. Uh, but then, yeah, the camp Christmas actually is when I uh, we started talking and we I, I you know uh, made some made some moves. Tried to you know talk to her some more. 
know, I don't want to say slide it into the DMs because it's not like that. But, uh, you know, it's just, <laughs> just started to start a conversation before she decided to go study abroad for her spring semester. So, mm. but mm. Uh, then we started dating while she was abroad. And, you know, here we are now, married this last October 3rd. Right on. Month strong. Congrats. It's so exciting. Yes. Very, very thank exciting. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Anthony, yeah. So uh, a big um, thing that obviously, um, yes. Uh, so yeah, I also met, well, I re-met my wife at Catholic Youth Camp. So um, Chris Wadley, the former executive director, he took over the summer before I was on staff. Um, and then he was the director that some staff that uh, me and Ryan were on. And the next summer, he, um, him and Alex together hired Chris, his little sister, um, mm -hmm. Lizzie. And so we were on the same staff together. Um, and we, she graduated a year behind us at Dowling, but we didn't really, we knew of each other, but we weren't really um, friends or that close. We were just kind of, the only thing we had in common was we were both in the musicals. Uh, she was backstage and um, I was on stage. Um, so we knew of each other. Um, then we came to camp and um, uh, spending that much time with one person, you really get to know um, them. So I, we spent a lot of time together. We, the whole staff spent a long time, a lot of time together. So we got to know each other. Uh, we formed a really, really good friendship, um, which continued even when she went down to the University of Dallas and me up at Iowa State. Uh, we continued that friendship, which turned into a romance. We started dating um, that next around that next Thanksgiving, and we dated for oh shoot, uh, two-ish no three-ish years? I don't know. Uh, a long time. We got engaged and we got married. Uh, so, right yeah, we're married. so, um, I think I, that's one thing I do thank God for, um, is her brother being put, uh, being hired as the new executive director because, um, if he was never there, Lizzie would have never been there and I would have never met my wife. So, yes. uh, that's one thing I thank God for that. <laughs> it's just, it's just funny how one little thing that, um, I'd had no idea about and how it would play a role in my life. It made such a large, large impact, obviously, in my life. Right, right. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah, what are the odds, too? Like, you know, Red lives and lived in Norwalk, Iowa, you know, like, if she hadn't come to camp, we probably never would have met ever. So mm. just kind of crazy. Yes. Yeah. And both of you, both of you, yeah, having the same... <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of thing. Anthony's, is, Anthony's a little bit, yeah. Mine was kind of after camp, but yeah. Because of camp, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely right. important. And so happy that we were we did connect in the way that we did. So, mm -hmm. Yes. So besides what CYC has um, um, kind of indirectly been a part of your personal lives, what has CYC done directly as a part of your faith lives? Um, how's it or influenced your life outside of camp in general? It has impacted my faith faith life in a lot of different ways. So one, um, it put me with different people that one, they wanted to be successful in their faith life, which made me want to be successful in my faith life. And by praying, by going to mass, by going to adoration, by going to um, confession, all those different things. It, um, mm -hmm. By putting me at the top 
um, by influences, be by being role models, it made me want to be a better person, be a better Catholic, and set that example for this for um, the kids, especially as a counselor. And as time went on, when I was a staff member, I got to learn what uh, morning and night prayer were, what the what the yeah what um, what that was. We got to um, spend time in adoration um, pretty much every day or every other day, um, and being with Christ in that way and experiencing confession um, throughout throughout all, all the summers. Um, so yeah, just being able to be so close, um, close to Christ and getting to celebrate mass every day, um, was a really rewarding experience and being, doing that really helped my faith life, um, grow and flourish and mm. in a way that, um, won't, wouldn't really, isn't able to happen in other places. Um, but it helped me gain the ability, the skills to be able to continue it on in my normal life. Right, right, absolutely. Yes, and Ryan, how about for you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Camp, I do know. Camp, yeah, definitely <laughs> shaped me. Like, the summer before I was on staff, uh, when at my freshman year of college, I really, like, struggled with my faith. Uh, so it was, like... I wasn't going to mass anymore. I was just like, you know, not finding the drive or not finding, you know, the passion or finding Christ and, you know, going to mass. Well, we had uh, the church at St. Saint, uh, Thomas Aquinas in Ames had, had a fire where then they found asbestos. So they were closed down. So we were having mass in the, in like a meeting room almost. So like, it was just hard for me to like connect in that space and partially just due to my own laziness. But like, when I went to camp that summer to council, like I knew that I wanted to be on summer staff, but I knew if I was trending the way I was, that that wasn't going to happen because I, I wasn't in a good place. And it just like rejuvenated me and helped me, you know, find uh, God in those little things like the, the music at mass or just like in the Eucharist. Um, so I started getting involved too. I, I started singing at Sunday church so that way I couldn't skip because I was obligated to be there. And so like just through that, <clears throat> just through that, like rejuvenation really helped me connect again um, when I kind of lost my way. And then obviously, like Anthony talks about, there's just numerous opportunities to find and see God in camp, whether it's through the campers, uh, daily mass. And I even just remember in like the chapel, like uh, upstairs one time I was just like talking with. Chris Wadley, the director at the time, and he was like, I was having a tough time, and he's like, you should just go up to the chapel and, you know, just say a rosary, and he's like, and I'm like, well, I've never really done that by myself. He's like, you've never done that? And so he encouraged me to do that, so I went up and did it by myself, you know, looked it up, how to do it, everything, uh, and so it just, like, made me grow more confident, too, that, you know, I've never been, like, the most holy, like, or faith-filled guy or person, but, like, you know, camp, that's the wonderful thing about camp. It takes you wherever you're at, like with your faith. It doesn't, you don't need to be at a certain level. Like, um, and so I always felt like that, like there was, you know, even if I wasn't doing something perfect that um, I could really find God in uh, the best ways at camp. And, you know, they would, it would help me like rejuvenate and get me to the place that I am, where I am now in my faith, where I feel comfortable and confident you know, talking with others and talking to my students and talking to campers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, one thing I appreciate so much about CYC is that I can, I have very clear direct examples of people I've gone to camp with or friends that maybe aren't the most, I don't, you know, 
fervent Catholics ever. You know, maybe they mm-hmm. they didn't, you know, they they go to mass on Sunday or maybe even not, but something about camp definitely instills and kind of drives them a little bit more in pursuit of faith and not in pursuit of of camp. Like it's not like yeah. The natural side effect of being at camp is being doused in the sacraments and being doused with people who uh, are, are who love God a whole lot and, and it's infectious um, and it's wonderful. And I just appreciate that even in my own life, I appreciate how much camp has done that for me to, um, yeah, it kind of, yeah, re-pick things back up for me. And that when you leave camp, it's not like you just got to the you just got to the summit and now it's like downhill and you're back to regular reality and nothing has changed. It's like, no, it's all about taking what you've, what that experience is like at camp and translating it back into, back into your normal day-to-day life. Um, and I think it just promotes this very welcoming environment too, that you don't have to be this absolute, um, saint (laughs) to, to phrase it just typically. Yeah. Um, you don't have to be a saint to go to camp. You don't even have to you don't have to be Catholic to be, yeah. to put it in a yeah, very logistical sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And I think it's, it's wonderful that the, 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 op, the, the opposite goal of this podcast would be to create some sort of clicky feel around camp because that's one entirely not the point. And that's not the point of CYC mm-hmm. is to yeah. create such a welcoming yeah. environment where like Catholicism becomes accessible and, and it feels joyful and, and you get a real semblance of what, a Catholic lifestyle could be like that. Yeah. Before I went to camp, I didn't even know about. Um, so mm-hmm. I just, it's really cool to hear that you have similar, um, similar experiences at camp that speak to that, uh, speak mm-hmm. to that ideal. So we're running a little bit low on time. So I think I just maybe one more question here and we can maybe kind of wrap it up within the time frame. Uh, but yeah. any of those last few questions that you had a question, uh, you had an answer you really wanted to share what I'm looking mo- most forward to in CYC 2021 is just to see the general excitement. Everyone's missed out on a summer, um, and I'm sure the excitement is just going to be there with the new cabins, new um, renovations, new uh, just a bunch of different things. I'm excited to see uh, the general excitement out of all of the people, all of the staff, all of the counselors, and most excitingly, um, me and Ryan are going to be really, really excited to uh, be able to be a part of that. And just just getting that opportunity to be a part of that, I'm just as, as ec- ecstatic for um, yeah. and ready ready for the summer 2021. Right on. Yes, yes. How about you, Ryan? Anything yeah. in particular that sticks uh, out to you about this uh, next uh, summer? Uh, just like getting back at it, like... I don't know, just meeting the kids, you know, experiencing what camp's going to be like in this new, uh, new, but same place, you know, like new, new procedures, new things that are going to be exciting and new to us as directors, people who have been around camp for so long. Uh, and just, you know, to see the joy uh, in the campers and the counselors and the, like everybody and just these new things that camp, you know, has been so dessert, like waiting, long, so long waiting for and deserving of, and just like to see the, the I'm trying to think of the right thing blessings of that the fruit mm-hmm. the coming of that coming to fruition and just like the joy from everyone yeah yeah never has camp was... taken a year off and uh, maybe it was forced yeah. upon us but it's it's i don't know once yeah. again i think it just speaks to the continual development of camp that like we're not done with renovations yeah. we're still going and and yeah with this year off it's not a setback it's like legitimately a year of growth that people can experience mm-hmm. when they come to camp this year which is really exciting yeah definitely 
Well, thank you so much, Ryan and Anthony, for your time. It means a whole lot. And uh, some two CYC legends on the podcast is <laughs> a great deal. So thank you so no, much for sharing your time you. and your experiences at camp. Yes, thank you, thank you. No, we're, thank you for having us. For yeah, sure. thank you, Ben. Thank you for doing this to give us yeah. all our CYC fix while we're waiting for yeah. the best summer of all time. Of course. Best, sure. best thanks some of our life, summer 2021. That's right. That's Here it exactly. comes. Great. Get ready. <laughs> Register. Thank you guys. Appreciate it again. Yeah. Take care. Yeah. See you later. You too, man. See you, ben. Bye, guys.